The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. I was watching the radar last night because it looked like we had something coming, but I fell asleep before it got here, so I don't know if we got rain or not. There's nothing in my driveway. That's my big indicator. I got one low spot in the asphalt, and so I didn't check the rain gauge. I should have mowed Thursday or Friday. And I've been pouring the water to it because it's been so hot and I got a couple of spots to get brown this time of year. And so I had some things to do Saturday afternoon. I thought, well, Saturday I'll quick hop on the mower and get the grass mowed. Went to start it, wouldn't start. Bad battery, not complaining. This will be the third battery that I had to buy for this mower in 15 years. So I went to Batteries and Bulbs right next to Godfather's in the Heights. I feel sorry for people that work there. Let them play some music. Let them listen to a local radio station. It's like walking into an operating room. And uh, if you take your old battery in, the whole process takes about four minutes. So it's not like you start making conversation or how long you worked here. What do you do for fun? <laughs> you go in. I need one of these. They give you one of these. They take your phone number. They take your money and you go. So did that Saturday. But then my daughter called, wanted to do some driving. So I didn't get the battery until yesterday. So put the battery in, kind of clean things up, and I've got a four-wheeler with a bad battery, but it just can't they, they stick the battery in the back end under the seat, and they're so hard to get to, so I've been putting it off, but I said, you know, while I'm already dirty and sweaty and got all the tools out, I think I'm going to try and get that battery. So I'm working on it, and I've got one of those uh, sets of sockets from Craftsman which has got the three different drawers with the half-inch drive and the quarter-inch drive and the three-quarter-inch drive. Covered in plastic, still sealed. (laughs) Got that out and uh, set that on top of a five-gallon bucket and then bumped it when I was trying to do something different on the batteries. I got sockets all over the place. And Paul knows how well I see without my glasses, so putting those things back in the proper spot took about 45 minutes. Got the battery out. Went back to batteries and bulbs, got the new battery, came back. Uh, I'm going to tell you it's pure luck that I got the thing in there because it's just so hard to see, and you got to screw it in where you can't really see. You're just doing it by feel. So went out cruising the neighborhood in a four-wheeler I think I'm going to sell. But first today when I get home after work, I'm going to walk up and down the driveway and see if I can find my glasses that were on the back of the four-wheeler before I took it for for a ride. I'm looking for my glasses last night. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Well, been meaning to get in to see the eye doctor anyway. It's been a couple years. My vision is obviously worse, so. But I'd still sort of kind of like to have my glasses until that time. Programming note coming up Wednesday, County Commissioner John Osland and some of his cohorts are coming in. We're going to get the lowdown on the privatization of Metra and maybe get some insight from the hateful Facebook comments about how people feel about Dennis Pittman and Don Jones. Working in public office is a good gig until you do something to make people hate you. Then it's then it's a little bit harder. <laughs> well... And uh, there should be no hatred. And I'll tell you why. In in my opinion. um, Because, if anything, it should be celebrated 
that we have people that are concerned about tax dollars and if we are spending them wisely. Exactly right. And to be inquisitive and to look at options to run things currently run by government more efficiently and effectively and provide a better service is a possibility that you should always look into. Mm-hmm. Always. Like we all, the point you made last week, like we all do when you're buying a pickup. Heck, when you're buying a can of soup and you look at the generic soup versus Campbell's. Always. It should always be looked at. That is a responsibility of anyone who is an elected official or appointed elected official. When their, when their whole backing comes from tax dollars, period. Mm-hmm. End of story. Folks, we need to look at combining. Here's something that will stir the pot. We need to look at a couple things in our small little city of 125,000. We need to look at consolidating our city and our county governments. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why we need a separate city government and a separate county government when we have 125,000 little people here. Agreed. These people want to think, they think we're Denver, they think we're Minneapolis, they think we're Seattle. We're not. We're Billings. We're limited. Our resources are limited. Our population is limited. So why? Why do we have a separate city government and a separate county government? Why do we have a separate city law enforcement agency and a separate county law enforcement agency? Mm-hmm. Major, you know, you, you, you so much want to be like other cities There are other cities around this great nation of ours that only have one law enforcement agency. They'll call them the Texas police or something like that. They have responsibilities to run our governments and our government agencies responsibly, fiscally responsibly, no matter what it is. And and I don't understand why people aren't upset about that. Because that's the way it's always been. Exactly. And we're going to find out. We're going to get to the bottom of that. Show me how how much better you do it then. And you have our support. So we're going to ask him those questions. You know, the fair just wrapped up over the weekend. And um, last year they lost money at the fair. Mm-hmm. Last year, folks, they stole a half a million dollars. Didn't even make the paper. Now, we talked about it. Somebody insecurity stole those bags of cash and it was dropped nobody ever found it nobody ever investigated it they got away with it you, that cost us all i raised hell about it for a while and nobody picked up on it nobody cared oh well they got away with a half a million dollars in cash mm-hmm. a half a million dollars in cash that's done mm-hmm. it's over so, um, we'll see. We'll see. But they're not, they're not going to like my perspective at looking at it. And that's what, that's going to be a contentious point that, uh, is going to come to the top on Wednesday. And I know they listen and they'll know what they're going to get going in. They know they're coming in to talk to the county prick. And Mark says, look, you, there's only three of you. 
<laughs> so you're going to need more guys. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I hope we we can uh, we can get to this. So and we will. And I've got some great points in the back of my head, and I'm not going to give them a, a preliminary. Uh, uh, well, you're not, you're not going to show your hand. I'm not going to get. It's like a simulator. I'm not going to put them in that before we test them. Uh, and these are questions that they won't get from the other pot smokers in town that ask them questions and things, you know, that are generic questions. And what do you think about the Broncos with Russell Wilson? Yeah, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how are things in the county? Uh, goofy stuff like that. Uh, that's a it's rated T, folks. Like I told John, rated T for total waste of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody cares about that kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens. But I, um, I didn't see any. Num- you know, they don't even put they don't even put the fair numbers and stuff in the paper anymore. About, and I think they probably had good attendance this year. The weather was good. Uh, oh yeah, somebody busted a cap on somebody's knee. But um, well, and uh, my daughter had the picture. Uh, the two guys knew each other, and the shooter posted a picture of the guy he shot. The two of them together in the hospital. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, that's what guys do, though. <laughs> See, Mark and I could have Mark and I could have a serious fight, uh-huh. and we'd be back tomorrow morning, and everything would be fine. Right. We still have we still have the phone conversation somewhere. I know with my dad when I asked my dad, "Dad's it easier raising boys and girls?" Oh, boys, bar none. Mm-hmm. You, you say something to your to your girl, and she remembers it the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. You say something to your son, and you the next day you're out in the backyard throwing baseball, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's just the way it is. I've talked to a lot of people through the years who uh, tend to d- disagree with you politically. Mm-hmm. How can you stand that guy? I said, well, we don't 100% agree on everything, and then if there's a day where Paul is tired or cranky or something, I go home and I get over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I show up the next day of five, and yeah. we we don't hate each other. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I got a lot of friends who are, who are liberal, progressive Democrats, and they're friends of mine. Mm-hmm. So what? So you think we ought to have open borders that ruin the country? Hey, good for you. Then you pay for it. Right. So what's for dinner? Yeah. You know, yippee skippy. Um. You hate arguing with people that are wrong all the time anyway. I mean, it's just... I feel sad for him. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, God. But getting back to the fair, uh, it'd be interesting to see what the numbers are uh, this year. You know, cost of the fair, all that kind of stuff. After 13 years as a professor at the University of Montana School of Journalism... (laughs) Lee Banville is stepping up now, will be the director... He will, he's excited to continue championing journalism. Oh, journalism. I wonder what kind of journalism you learn at Missoula. You know why they use the word journalism? Because bullcrap was already taken. (laughs) He's going to teach media history. Oh, that'll be good. I'd love to sit through that class. Me too. I'd fail it. Downing started teaching at the School of Journalism in 2000 and has served as chairman of the school's radio TV department. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, good for him. I actually uh, I actually took intro to radio TV 
when I was in Missoula when I was in college for 10 mm-hmm. minutes. And uh, the professor said, by the end of this class, you will be able to produce your own 30-second radio commercial. Mm-hmm. Many of you will be able to land jobs at radio stations. So after the class, I went up and I talked to the guy and I said, well, I'm already working at a radio station and produce my own commercials. Can I just get, bump- get bumped out of this class? Yeah. He said, nobody gets bumped out of my class. Okay, so I quit. <laughs> Banville joined the journalism school faculty in 2009. He worked 13 years at PBS. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'll bet he's got a spin on his class that you can't even believe, folks. <laughs> I would love to sit in that class. Mm-hmm. Put 40 years of experience against his what he's... See, this is what we talk about, the indoctrination. This is where these young people are indoctrinated coming into the world of journalism. And uh, rather than telling the truth, they tell a point of view Yeah, uh, in, in uh, whatever entity that they're in. And we give you both. We give you news and then, um, then we give you the truth. Right. So you get, you get what they've learned at journalism schools and then you get the truth mm-hmm. after that. Um, but anyway, I was looking for, uh, some fair numbers here. Can't find them anywhere. God, it was hot yesterday. We hit 101 or 105 yesterday afternoon. Um, just so you know, in Phoenix, it was, it was cooler in Phoenix yesterday than it was <laughs> at my place. But the warming is just, you know, going to get cooler this week. 20% chance of showers every day. We need rain. Yeah, it's we do. very crisp, dry, hot. I dug a hole yesterday for a railroad tie by hand. And and uh, fortunately, I had enough sweat coming off my face that it made the dirt a little softer down in the hole. And, you know, going back to uh, God, the first summer that I was working with Paul, I went out there. And if uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, west of you, you were digging a hole to put in a uh, a brace for a corner, mm-hmm. folks. Until I met this guy, I didn't know what a spud bar was or what it was for. But I know you pick that heavy son of a gun up 150 times <laughs> when you're trying to get a fence post deep enough. And it's important when it's on a corner. you got to really get it in there. Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar & Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar & Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar & Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. See, now, Mr. Banville, the journalism leader now at University of Montana, he he teaches new kids and skulls that are impressionable and minds that are impressionable to do headlines like this. This is an AP headline today. Trump's turbulent White House years culminate in Florida search. Turbulent White House years. There were no turbulent. In fact, if this nation and world was ever calm, it was under President Trump. Agreed. Turbulent years. Yeah, there were no there were no turbulent years during Obama and Biden or Bill Clinton. Those weren't turbulent. No. Turbulent 
years. See, this is a kind of bull crap that they teach at those schools. President Trump and his team of lawyers want the entire affidavit released from the Justice Department on why they raided Mar-a-Lago. And they now they are backpedaling and and Merrick Garland and the FBI are working 24 hours around the clock to try to prevent all of it from being released. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, and it's funny. We believe that he may have had some nuclear secrets. Yeah. And you know what he was going to do with those? He was going to sell them to Kim Jong-un <laughs> to teach him how to build a nuclear weapon or Iran. What the hell? You people, you smoke too much wacky tobacco. The pre- of all the people who would not get rid of them, well, so, well, we were concerned that he had nuclear secrets. Now, Joe Biden gave Afghanistan $85 billion worth the most modern state-of-the-art military equipment known to mankind. Not a problem. Not a problem. Bill Clinton sold missile technology to China where they built these hypersonic missiles now that can wipe out people. He did that. Hillary Clinton sold 20% of our enriched uranium to the Soviets. She did that. Obama and Biden funneled thousands of AR-15 and automatic weapons down into Mexico. Remember the Fast and Furious scandal? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. To where then they could use that against America for stricter gun legislation, and it backfired. And I don't know if you remember the story of the father whose daughter was shot and killed by one of those rifles that they placed down in Mexico to change the attitude of Americans while she was in her father's arms dying and crying, telling her dad that she didn't want to die. She didn't want to die. But President Trump, folks, was the one. We think he may have been had nuclear secrets. What the freak do you think he was going to do with them if he did have them? And he didn't. You know, here's another thing. This is such a flagrant Fourth Amendment violation when it comes to searches and warrants and things like that. They know they're cooked. When you have something like that, it has to have specifics in it. You have to you have to go. They have to know the area you're going to search and they have to have what they are looking for mm-hmm. and what they are taking. You just don't go in and randomly go through Melania Trump's panty drawer or down in the work shop in the base. You just, you don't do that. There are protections in there for every American except for anybody who's a conservative. I talked about this last week, that you are not equal. Democrats and liberals do not think Americans are equal. And just look at the justice system. But you can't, folks, can you imagine what these Democrats would do? What do you think these new 87,000 IRS agents are going to do? They're going to employ the same tactics that now the FBI and Justice Department. Unregulated power over you. So, they'll come in, they'll look for anything. Well, I'm from the IRS and I have, uh, I'm going to look for that jar of pennies that you have up in your closet that you've been saving and you haven't reported those. Right. Search and, and warrants, they don't do that. So, 
You 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 can't have somebody come to your house, raid it, and just look through your house, seeing that you took away the um, you took away the safety guard off of your blender to where a children could possibly stick their hand in there, and that's a violation of OSHA rules. And now we're going to arrest you. You you just can't do that in America. See, that's where they're that's where they're in big trouble. It's never been done before anyway for a president. Obama's got 30 million pieces of stuff that he took from the White House. But you can't do that for folks. That that's why the protection is there. Mm-hmm. The rights that you have. That's why they are there to protect you from a police state and they didn't use any of that at Trump. They went in and they took anything and anything that they could find right. in any room in the house that they would go to. No specifics. People going through Melania's closet. Did they go to the judge and they said, we want to go to Trump's Mar-a-Lago. And, and a couple of our FBI agents really have a thing for Melania. And they want to go through all of her clothing. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't put that in there. They're in big trouble. You can't have people come to your home and do that. Uh, we have a search warrant. We're looking for fentanyl pills. Okay, great. They come into your house. They bring the dog in. They're smelling. They're looking for fentanyl pills. That's how the warrant works. That's how they work. Or we have this warrant from the judge uh, that's being served on you today to look in your shop. We believe you have methamphetamine manufacturing equipment in your shop. That's what we're looking for. Okay. They go in there and they're looking for methamphetamine equipment. That's how they work. You just don't go in with Americans and look for something that you could take to a crooked ass attorney general and then say, this is what we found. We were we we decided to raid this guy's house to try to find anything that we could bring a criminal charge against. And we found some old 1080D or DDT in an old pesticide cabinet that he had. And it's illegal to have that. And guess what? So we're going to file charges because you're not allowed to have that. That's a restricted use pesticide and you didn't have it and you had it. Shame on you. You, you just can't go in no people in america and do that they're not a search warrant is not supposed to be a hunting expedition like no that. you have to say specifically what you're looking for exactly they're in trouble liz cheney said yesterday on the american communist network that she will never allow a candidate whoever um disputes election results to run for an office hey liz you're dumber in hell because your dad and his his president disputed election results when they ran against Al Gore. That's right. Hillary Clinton and all of her cronies disputed all the election results when President Trump won, burned Washington, D.C. to the ground. She's lying. She needs to go. She just needs to uh, wander off into to Jackson Hole and just uh, stay there and forget it. She's done. Unless she becomes a, a commentator for CNN or something like that, or the View, or yeah, you know, that you know that could be her next with visit. her people, right, right. So, but those searches, folks, you, you just can't do that in Americans. Even when police pull you over on the side of the road, folks, unless you have a tail light out, 
an expired sticker, uh, your rear view mirror is, is missing or blocked. They have to have some other probable cause to pull you over before they can just start wandering through. Mm-hmm. They can't be driving down a road and look over at Wilson and Wilson hasn't shaved for three days <laughs> and say, you know what? Pull you? Why'd you pull me over? I, you kind of look like Ahmed Ahmad. <laughs> and so I pulled you over. You got to be up to something. Uh-huh. You can't do that in America. No. They have to, you have to have something specific that you go after somebody for. This was a big thing a couple of years ago when they talked about law enforcement cannot profile you. Exactly. You, you have to have a reason. So they want everything released in that affidavit. Everything. Why? Because that's what one of the things they're going to use. They want to know what they were looking for and where they were going to do it. They, President Trump had told them earlier in the year, you can come by any time, look through the boxes, do whatever you want. He told them. All of that. And folks, let me ask you this question. If this, if the Democrats, who are all behind this, by the way, if they knew that President Trump left with nuclear secrets, folks, nuclear secrets that were so detrimental to the safety of each and every American in this country, in the United States, why did they wait 18 months to go get them? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? Do you know how vulnerable we were as Americans for 18 months, knowing that this sinister man had all of those secrets? Why? If it was a question of national security and of immediate importance, so much so that we had to raid the home while he was gone, why didn't they raid it 16 months ago if they knew he had those, Mark? Because they did. Why? Why didn't they? Hmm? Because this is about a political foe. That's all there is to it. A political foe. A man who put America first. Who made America great again. Who he, believed in the principles, values of America, the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Anti-government. But he's he's not a politician. And mean tweets. Yep, mean tweets. And he's not part of their establishment. That's why Mitch McConnell, he's one of the worst. One of these long, entrenched people like Schumer and Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, Dick Durbin, all of these people been there for 60 years. These founding fathers of our country didn't want people in Congress for 50 years and make millions upon millions of dollars from the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. They didn't want them in there. But these search warrants, this is all going to come up. It's all going to come up, and I can't wait for it to play out because I want to see it. I want to see it. It could really backfire on them. I think they know that. That's why the press is already working round the clock, circling, trying to cover. They're in all in CYA mode, and this is what guys like this Banville up at Missoula teach all of his journalism students how to do it. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. They get the talking points in the memo, and they run with it. They run with it. So we'll see. 
When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D roadsideeventcenter.com and it's big folks it's so big it's big you can't explain it to people because you know 50 percent of america's oblivious to what's going on in the country anyway they're all high and drunk my god i watched uh i watched uh what was it friday night i'm trying to fall asleep and i turn over police patrol it's that live police patrol uh-huh. folks i'm telling you no matter if it's florida texas alaska washington california everybody that these policemen pull over they are either drunk they are either on drugs and these people don't have driver's licenses and insurance or no id right every one that they pull over it's scary drugs drunk or no id or a prior violation there's 8 million people in California now with a criminal record. 8 million. That's criminal record. That's not a traffic violation. <laughs> criminal record. 8 million in California. Wow. We got people running all around Billings, folks. Yeah, I wonder what our, our numbers are here versus 10 years ago. Criminals. People on the street running loose. And you know what our biggest problem is? Our biggest problem is we're thinking about letting a private company run Metro. Mm-hmm. Well, also, people aren't using their turn signals. Turn signals. That, that's, that's a big, big one. one. Oh, a yeah, big on one. On, uh, on Billings Bitchy Drivers or whatever it's called. What's it called? <laughs> Billings Reckless Reckless Drivers. But Bitchy Fits. Yes, that, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're, I'm telling you, drugs, They. I mean, they pulled this one gal over. She has 1,500 fentanyl pills, black tar heroin, dope, bunch of cash. Just a random pullover. Folks, the fentanyl's getting so bad in America, and we have open borders. Open borders. Current administration. Merrick Garland should... Why? He should be prosecuted. He should be prosecuted for not enforcing federal law. Mm-hmm. But they're going after Giuliani instead. And Trump. Yeah. This man is letting our uncontrolled borders bringing thousands, hundreds of thousands of fentanyl pills a week. It's killing your children. He should be brought up on charges because he has the ability to stop it. And he doesn't. He could have stopped the protest assassination attempts of our judges. He could have stopped all that. It's against the law. He won't enforce it. They won't enforce the laws we have on books. And then they create new laws and violate all the protections that you have as citizens. Mm -hmm. It's rogue. It's running amok. Alaska has has doubled the amount of fentanyl deaths and fentanyl taken into their country than they did last year, or their their state, excuse me, than last year. It's crazy. It's killing your kids. Going to end up in school. They're lacing pot with it. And we, you know how we promote pot. Pot is the saving drug now. Mm-hmm. Watch TV. Everybody is either on drugs, drunk, or or they have some type of worn out and they got no license and no insurance and no ID and they're running from something. It's crazy. A lawless country. Our borders are... And 
And remember last week the article I did about where did this disrespect for law enforcement and everything come from? And, of course, Jim and the other crony that wrote in there. It's all because of loosey-goosey gun laws. Loosey-goosey gun laws for the disrespect for law enforcement and the law. You know what? Where does that come from? Disrespect from the law when the top lawman in the United States of America disregards the law. You know, it flows downhill. You can use any one of these you want. Mm -hmm. Cream rises to the top. Uh, It rolls downhill. (laughs) Whatever you want to use, the number one law enforcement man in the United States of America is our U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland. And what does he not do? Enforce the law. Mm -hmm. Setting the example for everyone underneath him, every federal judge then that rules on environmental issues or any of this, they don't have to follow the law. They follow their narrative and they follow the political aspirations of their party. They don't follow the law. Merrick Garland should be thrown in jail because they're not enforcing the border and federal immigration law that is on the books. The president, too, not doing it. Why? How can you just decide which one? Why aren't we allowed to decide which tax law we don't like? Nope, and they hired 87,000 new agents to enforce all those laws, but we're not hiring any border agents to enforce the border law or any of the other law, the protesting laws that the judges around America. That's a violation of law. How about all of the voting laws that were broken by people like Governor Bullock, the judges in Pennsylvania, the mail-out boxes, the Secretary of State's? They broke the law. The Constitution says only state legislators can make voting laws. That's it. That's the law. America, like I said last week, we're not equal, folks. Democrats don't view you as equal. They don't have to abide by the laws. They don't have to. They pick and choose which ones they want, which ones they want to enforce, and which ones they want to break, like the raid on President Trump. That's why they don't want to release the information on that. But after all, that's just an article of the Constitution. That's the Fourth Amendment. They don't give a rat's ass about that. That's for you folks. Don't invade the home of a Democrat. Don't go after Hillary's server. Because if you don't do that right and particularly tell you what you want and what room, then there's going to be hell to pay. But they'll do it with Trump. They'll do it with you folks. 87,000 new enforcement agents from the IRS that are all here to improve your service when you have questions with your taxes. My ass. They're not going to do that. This isn't to help people like you and me. No. And it starts at the very top. Joe Biden, respect for the law. Quid pro quo. Change prosecutors investigating my son or you don't get a billion dollars in foreign aid. That's what he told the Ukraine. It's on tape. It's a law. You can't do it right there. But they tried to impeach Trump on it. They don't care. And this is what the journalism professor in Missoula will teach. Write your article, slant it. For the progressive liberal movement of this country. That's what's important. You have the ability to change the world with your words and do it. Don't type the truth. Don't speak the truth. Help us with our slant. Carry the banner of the liberal progressive party in America and you will go places. Mm -hmm. And uh, sad, folks. So we got to that point. That's where we're at. That's where we're at.
So it'll be interesting to read some of the comments. If you missed it last week, folks, uh, Mark and I, we announced that uh, we have, we've re-signed, we've re-enlisted. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, for another two years, we've extended our contract for another two years and uh, decided we're going to try to keep going. And uh, I'm sure there were some negative ones in there about, great, we got these two a-holes that are going to be around for another two years. Why can't we get somebody decent in there and this and that? I'm sure we got a bunch of that in there. But that's okay. That's why there's buttons. They have many, many other options. Many other options. But we're going to keep swinging here for a while and and uh, try to raise the attention of certain things. Try to do what we can and help people out. And and uh, had another request for a metal detector last week. We're going to probably do that. And um, I had another idea for our fall parade, but uh, now that Johnny's leaving hell, I don't know if, of course, he really didn't do anything but come and eat his free filet mignon and potatoes. And bring a date. And Oh, he brought a date. Yeah, that's true. He brought a date. <laughs> hey, honey, what are you doing Saturday? Uh, it's a, I got a great idea for one, but I just I just don't know if we could get it up and running by the fall. Um, well, you know, one of the things that's different about the radio business versus even 20 years ago, uh, you know, the, the, the stuff that Paul and I are doing, the metal detectors, that's us. That's not the radio station. Yeah. And uh, did they even run promos for the Doghouse Parade? No. Because we asked. No. Yeah, they didn't. So. But in all due respect, they give us an avenue to carry it out. Yeah. Uh, which is big. And uh, it went so well last year. I mean, we sold it out. We raised a lot of money. And. and uh, I'd have to have an event coordinator do it too, because I I just uh, I did everything last year and and with this this parade of an idea that I got, it would be great because everybody there could bid on something. Last year the doghouse parade was great; it was unique, but not everybody there needed a doghouse. This event, everybody there could get something. Everybody. And, um, so we'll see, uh, maybe find, see if there's a date available at Metro park or anything like that, um, that we could maybe pick in the fall. And we start, uh, God, today is the 22nd of August already. I cleaned up my combine over the weekend too. I put that away. And of course I picked the hottest freaking day of the year to do it. And I'm blowing all that chaff and dust on me and it's 95 degrees and I'm sweating and it's sticking to me. You know, it's like, uh, I mean, it was just awful. God, in my ears, I pulled out some stuff in my belly button and I could have grown tomatoes in there, Mark. I mean, it just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's good to get that away. But here we are. We're 22nd of August already. Folks, we're almost into the ninth month of the year already. Mm-hmm. You're just getting used to putting 22. Well, none of you don't do checks anymore. But and here, and I mean, it goes so fast. It does. Labor Day. Labor Day coming up uh, in two weeks. We start our flakes trip stop by and giveaways in just a couple weeks already. Um, man, oh, man. So... 
Time flies. Is it when's Dirk Bentley? And he in September? Uh, tenth, I think. Yeah, that's the next big one, I think. So. Well, I know that uh, you can win tickets to see him at the the car wash we go to. Oh yeah, I saw that on the sign. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you probably got to take one of those guys with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I don't want your tickets because I'm not going anywhere. It's nice, though, because as you'd be getting in your seat for Dirk Bentley, they'd be sitting there waving you ahead <laughs> until you got in front of your seat and then they would stop you. <laughs> God. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.